What's good? What's good? It's your boy Willie Chill, and I'm in the place to be. It's the Man the Mic podcast, and you know it's been a lot of talk today uh, going on with Georgia and some of the changes sweeping for voting. Hey, guess what? We're gonna get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, folks. Hey, we're kind of going back into some of the concerns that are happening uh, with uh, Georgia today with the sweeping new measures for voting. Um, and it's it's amazing how when things don't go the way you want them to go and how you're trying to... And it, this has been happening for ages, you know, especially when it comes to people of color, uh, brown and black, that... When there's one step that we get to a place of, you know, doing well and making stances to kind of do well for our communities, do well for our family, that, oh, no, knock you back down kind of thing. And it's funny how the moment that black and brown people make a stance to do something, they're sweeping new measures. But any other time, it's like we haven't even seen gun reform after all these challenges that we've just faced with shootings in our society. And, and, and no family wants to have to go through that. But the fact that we haven't even seen any legislation for that. Like that's so much more important because it affects so many lives. But yet because voting didn't go the way you wanted to. It's like little kids playing. And, and, and people mad because you didn't play with me. So I, I, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to make sure you, you can't do what I what I do. You know, it's almost like kids playing tit for tat. Like, you know, I got to the water fountain first. So because I got to the water fountain first, you know, I used to work in a daycare a long, long time ago in my young years when I was around 17, 18. And I would always tell those kids, hey, no matter if you're in the front of the line or in the back of the line, you're still going to get water. And so I don't know what's going what, what's going to be said later on. I haven't heard anything from Stacey Abrams as of yet, but I know I saw some excerpts from um, from uh, uh, um, <clears throat> Al Shopton concerning this. How it's a travesty, you know, and it's almost as if they're setting this back up for Trump to get back in there in some way. And I, I don't I, I, I don't get into the politics of it as much, but I know when someone or a culture is being railroaded and, and, and you can see the sweeping of America, how it's very much, oh, when it doesn't go your way, that, OK, I, I'm going to make sure that it goes my way next time. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because the, the voting is the most democratic process out there. And to see how our ancestors fought so much to be a part of this process, even women, how they fought so much to be a part of this. And, you know, I feel like the scrutiny is up on the people of color because when we turn out for stuff, we turn out. And I think that's the that's the concern is that, oh, no, we want to make sure that when it comes time for them to turn out. For different things that we that that we uh we basically make up a bunch of potholes or a bunch of places and obstacles that they have to uh, tackle to get to that. But it's okay because one thing one thing I know is that you know just in hearing um, the conversation that um, the governor 
Brian Kemp even mentioned, he referenced Trump still being the president. And listen to this excerpt right here. There's no doubt there were many alarming issues with how the election was handled. And those problems understandably led to the crisis of confidence in the ballot box here in Georgia. While I am no longer Secretary of State, as governor, I was the first to call on Secretary Raffensperger to complete an audit of signatures on the overwhelming number of absentee ballots that were cast during the election. I did that four times publicly. I was the first to call for a change in state law through the legislature that would implement a photo ID requirement on all absentee ballots. And I joined many others, including President Trump, in urging the Secretary of State's office to quickly and fully investigate any and all fraud irregularities. I also offered the assistance of the Georgia Bureau of Investigation to get to the bottom of each and every allegation of fraud. I'm proud of the dedicated men and women who answered the call to duty, but more needed to be done. We quickly began working with the House and Senate on further reforms to make it easy to vote and hard to cheat. The bill I signed into law does just that. First and foremost, SB 202 replaces the signature match process with a state-issued ID requirement to request and submit an absentee ballot. When voting in person in the state of Georgia, you must have a photo ID. It only makes sense for the same standard to apply to absentee ballots as well. All I can say is, wow, like, wow, like, what? And this is the interview that took place on the 25th of March. Of this year and for the governor to make the claims that he's made it's amazing you know these wonderful women that worked with Stacey Abrams and Stacey Abrams and many more that go unnamed they did a great job with the voting process with helping people get off their feet or get out of their seats and get out of the couch and make their vote known And all I hope and I pray is that even though they put in something to restrict certain folks, that those folks become the best that they could be. So that whatever those signatures or that um, SB, uh, that gets 202, um, is no longer a phase at all. Everybody will be up to par and in line and ready. Hey, it's your boy Willie Chill, and that's my moment for a little bit of politics with a little bit of life. Hey, guess what? We're going to get some more into some more things. I'll be back with you in a second. What's good? What's good? We're continuing with um, politics and places. With your boy Willie Chill on the Man and Mike podcast, and just I even just heard um, our president Joe Biden have some comments about it, and um, he had a couple things to say. Here he is. The new Georgia election law. It's an atrocity. The idea, if you want any indication that it has nothing to do with fairness, nothing to do with decency, they pass a law saying you can't provide water. For people standing in line while they're waiting to vote, 
You don't need anything else to know that this is nothing but punitive designed to keep people from voting. You can't provide water for people about to vote. Give me a break. Get a little bit of feedback from our new Senator Raphael Warnock with his um kind of press conference about some of the breaking news going on with this SB202. Unbelievable. Oh, there are major problems with what was passed last night. And as bad as it is, what they were trying to pass was even worse. Um, SB202 will allow for a hostile takeover of local boards of elections if the Georgia legislature filled with politicians doesn't like the outcome of an election. It's anti-democratic. It's un-American. They're trying to make it harder for people to vote rather than making it easier uh, for people to vote. Um, we saw how important vote by mail is. When you think about working families, um, they need opportunities to be able to exercise their franchise. And it became particularly important in the middle of this pandemic, which we're not out of yet. And so, you know, <laughs> unbelievable. And, you know, I, as I've said before, I'm not that guy all into politics, all into the X's and O's of politics and the breakdowns of things. But I know when a culture of people, no matter who they are, whether they're of Hispanic or they're of uh, um, Indian or Native American or whether they're of, you know, people of color, people of people of other descents are being railroaded because their voice has shown to have counted. And just as someone who is against some of the things that are happening with that uh, set group. How do we keep that group in the dark? And so I want to really employ my friends that are listening and tuning in. Stay vigilant. Stay focused. And stay earnest. You know, um, and be intentional. Uh, be intentional concerning everything that you do. And it, even if it takes an extra step, do that extra step. You know, when it's the hardest, that's when you're going to get the results you want. And it, it's unfortunate that people of color and brown folks have to do the extra mile to either even be considered on some things. And so I, I think concerning these situations the weapon may form but when you're resilient when you're resilient when you are a no phase and I always see coming across social media that one thing don't sleep on folks that when stuff happens they always overcome watch out for them folks those are the folks that don't give up. And those are the folks that fight. We come from Harriet Tubman. We come from the Marcus Garvey. We come from all these 
statements, political forefronts of people who took a stand. But more importantly, they not only took a stand, they also backed it up with their actions. So if I know my voice is not in politics, I'm going to be and take a stand in what I'm good at or what I can be good at. Because, hey, guess what? What did they tell LeBron? Shut up and shoot. LeBron said, I'm more, I, I, I'm more, I'm more than just a basketball, baby. And guess what he did? He turned around, opened up a school. Now these kids have full scholarships and uh, they go to colleges. They're doing well. And these are kids who are kind of written off. Kind of written off. And I used to watch a show way long time ago. Probably was around maybe 2015, 2016. It was a show called Numbers. It used to come on CBS. And um, it was about uh, FBI agents using mathematicians to assist in... Um, and their work. And it was one episode, I believe, where they were using algorithms and they were using statistics to know and to see what counties, what cities, what states. Um, this is fictitious based on that, but I believe that's out there. And that's where gerrymandering comes in. If you can see which cities, which states, which areas are thriving, you can mark them. You can mark them. Which states are, um, and which states are kind of uh, used to the old way, versus um, they're progressive, or they're college towns. You can kind of like separate them, and and so you know. I always say let's have good fruit that remains. And so it's your boy Willie Chill. It's the Man the Mike podcast. And I know we're getting a little bit political today. I'm not trying to keep that going. But I just wanted to just put that out there. Because there was also um, a young lady who was uh, arrested because she wanted it visible. Um, she was a part of, I think, the Georgia State lawmakers who wanted it visible um, to see the signing of that from Governor Kemp. And they actually arrested her and put her in jail. And so um, I'll probably be back with one more episode of this. Um, we're we're going to call this just a, a, the fleecing of America. Amanda Mike podcast style. You know, and let's get back to our roots. Let's get back to doing things that we got to do for our culture and our people. Because they're not going to mark those who have done white supremacist stuff as terrorists. They're not going to mark them as that. They're not going to mark these guys who have shot and hurt and killed people as terrorists. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Because... Because it's it's a different bar that's given. And so we can't get mad when people aren't labeled. It's funny how when things happen a certain way, it gets quiet real easy. You know, we just had two shootings that happened, one in Colorado. And then um, there was also something that happened actually in Georgia with someone walked into a Publix. 
and was fully armored. Thank God people saw him and he was subdued without having to hurt anybody. And then there was also what happened last week with the shooting and how all that's been masked by all this going on. I feel like all that gets overtaken because people don't want to face the fact that we need gun laws. We need we need to us I mean there should be there should be more gun restrictions on folks, but it's not. You would think with all this, I want my kids safe. I want people safe. And so, you know, it's your boy Willie Chill. I'm not going to get too personal. I'm going to uh, get right to the point and, and just kind of just say, you know, every family, every family that's either listening or tuning in, make sure that your house is together. No exit plans. Have uh, safety plans on, you know, in your home as well as if you're in a car and something is happening. You know, she, you know, my wife. It's funny. My wife has always been about um, st- strategic planning for our kids, and she's like, "Well, I want to run these drills with them so that they know if something crazy is going on, what to do." And and she kind of like sent, sent that to me the other day, and it was like, yeah, you know, it's it, it's it's funny how that sounds crazy, but now it does not. You you have to work those things out if things get crazy in a road rage or things get crazy in a in a parking lot or things get crazy in a shopping center or or in the actual shopping store. So you know. Um, have those talks and those plans and those layouts with your family and go over things. And even if, you know, I know everybody isn't always street smart, but I think there's a, a keen, a keen sense when you start looking at things around you and you start to see like, hmm, this don't look right. If it don't look right and you feel in your gut, walk away, walk away, walk away. And so that that's that's the mantra. If something doesn't look right and it's too quiet and but there's a lot going on, listen to your gut. We don't need we don't need as we say quote unquote white people in a in a scary movie. Running run into the trouble. <laughs> run into the trouble. But yo, it's your boy Willie Chill and it's the Man the Mike podcast and All I want you to do is be vigilant. All I want you to do is to focus in on that it's never about the journey. It's all about all the steps that made the journey possible. And so if we keep within that, we know that no matter what kind of laws they try to pass, what kind of things try to come up, we're going to stay on the mark. And that mark is focused, concentrated, consistent, and whatever that has for me. Hey, this is the Man the Mike podcast. And I'm praying for all those who are out there on the front lines who are either protesting or taking a stand for something. And it's for a good cause. Whether it's healthcare, whether it's regarding the vaccines, or whether it's regarding um, different reforms that need to be, I pray for them now. I pray for their vigilance. I pray for their undying passion that 
that what they are looking for swiftly comes to pass. And that they're able to not only see the results, but know that the results are going to be impactful. Because as long as you're in the mix, you're in the batter. So that when the cake is made, you have a full understanding that the cake made and meant more because you're in it. Yo, I'm out of here. Talk to you later. Peace.